Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Jin Lin. I'm going to be going through chapter eight. This one's on fear and I am trying to kind of hurry through this because I've got some other things I've got to get to, but I want to do this one while it's really fresh in my head. So, um, this one is really super important because in the last chapter, you know, they say that it's the root of all addiction is fear. And you're also going to learn a new instruction. You're also going to be instructed not to move forward until you have finished until you really get the first five rules. So, um, all right. So with this addiction, you're caught between a fear of what addiction is doing to your life and the fear that you'll be worse off without it. Um, some lame excuses that all, all addicts make lame excuses. Um, they have to, because there's really no logical reason to keep doing what they're doing. Um, things like I'm just staying in the loop. I'll cut back tomorrow. My online relationships are important too. My partner nagging me makes me do it. Um, I've earned it or I deserve it. That's when I added because I feel that way sometimes. Um, in this, I have quotes around, so I guess it's from the book. It is making me miserable, but it is my one pleasure in life. Uh, what? Something making you miserable cannot be a pleasure. So that's out the door. Um, then it, I think this is a section projected fears. Um, denying, oh, okay. So denying the fact that you have a problem or that you are an addict, um, it drives it down to where you don't have to challenge those, um, assumptions about yourself. The fear of quitting can be removed with logic though. So, but if you never bring it to the surface, you never think about it, you never consider that those are your problems, then you can't get there. So you've got to stop denying that and, um, but I mean, we're all logical, right? So if fear can be removed with logic, we're so in luck. So think about it. Earlier I said that um, I got, this was a couple chapters back, but that I got a notification. It was 10 years since I started Facebook. So that was, um, so what was I doing before that? Um, I wasn't being miserable because I didn't have Facebook. Like I wasn't sitting there going, oh my gosh, I'm so miserable. I wish someone would invent something where I could sit and scroll all day long you know, and of course it didn't start out like, like I wasn't constantly on there at first either. Um, but I wasn't miserable before. So there must be a way to get back there. If I've ever been okay before it, like I can get back to that point. Um, these are just my thoughts. He says fear. Um, sorry. He said that fear can be both instinctual and intellectual. Um, and I think he had, yeah, there's a job example that he gives there, which is really good. Um, but think about the fear from the first example. It's both. You have the fear of what's happening to your life. That's instinctual. Like that is a real fear. There's stuff going on in your life that's bad because of what you're doing. And that's your instincts in there saying, stop. But then you have the fear of being without, which is the intellectual thing. Once again, the intellect is overriding the instinct and it's false. But also remember what we found out about the brainwashing, kind of turning it all instinctual in our heads. Um, so we kind of, our brain is kind of confused because we think, okay, the fear of what's doing my life is instinctual and being without it is instinctual now because of the brainwashing. But that second part is not true if you think about it. Make sure you read this chapter though, because I am leaving a lot out and this gets really long and I'm still leaving a lot out. So make sure that you really read it. Um, once the trap is understood though, the desire will be removed and I can attest to that. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more. Um, so here's some other common fears. You have the feel, fear of failure. Um, you're already in prison. Your phone dictates every aspect of your life right now. 
um, people who've tried and failed before feel even more trapped because you've tried with willpower and it didn't work and you're back again and you're like, there's no escape. That's totally me. Um, it's like the effect in a movie, um, when the prisoner goes and tugs on the door just to make sure, yep, I'm trapped. Okay. Um, it perpetuates, um, if you don't try to escape, you can hold out to hope that you will one day. Um, only when you try to escape, it becomes impossible. So like if I had never tried, I could still be doing that denial thing. Like I can escape whenever I feel like it. This is not a big deal, but I've tried and I couldn't. So I think it almost makes it worse. It kind of perpetuates the fear. Um, belief that escape is possible is important to an addict though. It is hope. Um, but if you try to escape, it shatters your hope. If you try to escape and then fail, um, tugging at the door is the willpower method though. If you have strong willpower, he says it is actually harder because it's like, I don't know, like, I feel like this is kind of a racist way to say it. Um, but I don't know what else to call them. We were, we always were told they were Chinese handcuffs, but it's like these little finger cuff things, like woven basket. And the more you pull your finger, try to pull your fingers out. If you pull hard, it traps you more. So that's, if you have strong willpower, it kind of does that. Like it keeps you even held in there even stronger, but don't worry about that stuff because we are not going to use willpower. Um, but the fear of trying and failing is, um, to quit is illogical. The thing that you fear is already happening to you. Um, you fail or you feel failure each time that you pick up your phone, ignore your family. So it's already there. Like it's happening every time that you, um, do it and you know that it's not the right thing to be doing, you feel failure anyway. So what, what do you lose by trying? Like you shouldn't have a fear of failure because you're already failing at it right now. So it's not going to get any worse. Um, but again, based on illusion, what can you lose by trying what I just said? Even if you fail, if you don't try, you suffer exactly what you fear. You're already going through it. So this is where the logic part comes in. Cause in a minute you're going to be asked, like, do you get it? Because if you don't, you got to read it again. And remember, I'm leaving a lot out. So read this chapter. But, um, if you have a fear of failure, that one can just be erased because you're already failing every time you pick up your phone, every time you ignore your family. So you have nothing to lose with that. That should lift that fear. You're not, if you try and fail, you're going to be right back where you are. So what's the big deal? So erase the fear of failure. It doesn't need to be there because it's nothing worse is going to happen. Um, then it gets into fear of success. So think about people in prison, reoffenders. Many do it to go back. Um, like people who get out of prison and then reoffend. Research actually shows that it's not because they're just criminals and they're, you know, jerks. It's because they want to go back because of what they know. That's what they know. Um, and I really, this is like totally off topic, but I'm really concerned about, um, these people they're releasing because of, um, coronavirus, because they're releasing them into places where like nobody's coming out to show apartments. Nobody's coming out to help people. The grocery stores are half empty. It's almost, nobody's working. It's impossible to get a job. These people are being sent out into like war zone. Like that cannot be healthy for people just coming out of jail. Um, but anyway, like I said, the book at this point talks at length about this fear of success. It's a very important read from the book because I cannot do it justice, but just a little brief overview. Um, it discusses life without being, 
without using your phone, like life without the device. If you think about it right now, it may feel like alien and like you're not sure what to do with yourself. So this is not from the book. This is from me. I want you to start doing this right now. Start thinking about what kind of things you wish you were doing, the things you always say, I don't have time, I don't have time. Start thinking now about those things that you always wish you had time for because those are the things that you should do once you're free and you have all this free time um, because that's the thing it's going to do is going to free up your time. Life on the outside is something to be excited and elated about. That's one of the rules. I think it's maybe the last one that we talked about, maybe. Um, so you've got to get to that point. And, um, okay, I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to keep going. When tug of war, um, the panic feeling of being afraid to unhook is actually caused by using your phone. We've said that over and over, and it is true. You should see by now. The great benefit of quitting is that you will never feel that panic again. Here's the thing. I've already read this whole book once, and there are parts that I didn't follow, and there are parts that I missed. That's why I'm going back and reading it again. When I tell you that at this point in the book, I was still feeling a lot of fear and I really didn't get it, I'm telling you now that that went away and it has not come back. The panic feeling, all that, it has not come back. I even said, um, I don't know if I, I know I say it somewhere. So I'll get to that in a minute because I think I talk about it in a little different way. Then they have wow factor. That's the next section. So fast forward, will I really feel this good? Fear will change to elation, failure to optimism, self-loathing to confidence, apathy to dynamism. Your physical health will improve. You'll have energy, vitality. Your relaxation time will be back. Um, You can truly connect to loved ones, truly enjoy entertainment, relaxation activities, and finally yourself. Connect back to yourself. Um, Removing something that makes you miserable, dull, bored, and boring, you are not giving anything up. So remove all doubts. Think of all the good you have to gain. I mean, what is more precious than time? This is the great question that this thing asks. Um, You can never get back the hours that you've lost so far. If you haven't ever added it up, it is astounding. I have, and it's crazy. But you can't get those hours back. So make sure that you don't lose any more. That should be your goal. Um, Just like you would not advise a heroin addict to keep shooting up, It's time for you to stop consuming digital junk. The only way to stop the craving is to stop consuming the digital junk. All right, so they've given us five instructions so far. Number one from chapter one, follow all instructions. Number two, also from chapter one, do not allow your devices to interrupt you while you're reading this book. I've been doing great with that so far. Chapter three, number three, see the situation for what it really is. Get your head out of the sand, accept the addiction part. Uh, number four, which is also from chapter three, open your mind and five, begin with a feeling of elation. If you're struggling with any of these, you need to go back and read those relevant chapters. This is super, super important. You have to really understand and get these and believe in them. Um, so this is kind of a checkpoint here. So just listen to this and see if you agree and can follow along with this. Digital junk does nothing positive for you. Um, beliefs that imprisoned you were illusions. You have everything to gain. You have nothing to lose, which means you have nothing to fear. If you get all that and you really feel that way, you're ready to move on. 
Um, in my experience, at this point, I really did still have fear. I don't think I understood that fear of failure thing the way that I explained it to you guys earlier. Like, um, if you get rid of, if you can understand that you're not going to lose any, like by, if you fail, you'll be right back where you are. So nothing, no problem. You're already here. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Um, so there's nothing to fear there. With fear of success, think of all of the amazing things, and I kind of skimped on those benefits a little bit, all the amazing things you can add back in, all the ways that I said you would feel, your list of things that you want to do when you're done with this. Remember at this point, or when I was finished with this, I was going to the gym again. I had stuff done at my house. My house was looking great. I started the 2020 challenge. I mean, I was uploading more stuff to you guys. So... I was like really enjoying my life. And then I started doing my taxes and got hooked back into some stuff, but also because I didn't follow all this. And I did move on from this point, even though I did have some fears, it says to go back and read this chapter if that's going on with you. And I would suggest that, but even if you still have some fears at that point, or you still kind of feel a little panicky, what I would suggest is that you do finish the book because when you finish the book, it will remove that panic. It will remove a lot of the desire anyway. And then if you have to read the book a second time, it will work. I can promise you that. Um, Anyway, let's see what else I was going to say. I still had fear, but I moved on anyway. Um, It will probably be okay if you did that, but I would really try to work on really seeing logically why you have nothing to fear. I I also feared at this point having to reread this book if it didn't work. I had a fear about rereading this book because it felt like such a beating the first time I read it. And I say that over and over again, but that is actually gone too. Um, so I've been reading back through this with no qualms about it. It hasn't bothered me. Um, I feel like I'm understanding more, you know, cause I kind of already know what to expect. I'm learning more stuff this time. So rereading the book is not a terrible thing. So if you kind of have a fear of some of those things and you have a fear of having to do this all again, don't. I promise you that it will remove um, the desire for a lot of this stuff and the fear will be gone and you'll kind of get it. When I say that panic has not returned, it has not returned. Um, Just, I think it's more of like the habit part for me is part of it. Um, So some common stuff. um, If you're still feeling that the process is going to be unpleasant, it's most likely because you've tried before and failed. That was also me. Like three or four times I tried and failed. Um, but the problem, the thing with that is this method does not use deprivation. So if you've tried and failed before it, this is a different thing. I can't stress that enough because I really, I went through super better twice. I did something else that I tried and this was different, um, because of the desire thing. So before moving on, you need to make sure that you have no fear of success or failure. You need to be a hundred percent sure about the desire to escape doubts, um, If you have doubts, go back and read this chapter. Pay attention to the arguments about fear and them having no logical basis. So I didn't go through that um, detailed in this. If you're not reading the book, it's not going to work. You need to read the chapter. Um, But there's a couple other things. I'm about to share the sixth instruction. But if you still have doubts, like not doubts about... um, Okay, let me just get through this because my phone is kind of interrupting me doing this. The sixth instruction is never doubt your decision to quit. So don't want to have doubts about your decision to quit. You have lots of good reasons for doing it. 
um, parts of the book present new info, which may cause, so from this point on, you may have some doubts about some of the new information, which is fine. It's good to question things because that helps build the logic and helps unravel the brainwashing and all of that. But don't question your decision to quit. Um, Why are you reading this again? There's some reason that you started reading this book. So that's a good reason. Don't question your, um, don't doubt your decision to quit. Good things are coming. If you're just doubting your ability to do it, then you're still stuck on the willpower method and that's going to be covered in the next chapter. So if the only doubt you have is the ability that you'll be able to do it, that it will work for you, you're just thinking about willpower and we're going to cover that next. Um, But if you have doubts about, like if you still feel like, oh, but I'm going to miss this, I'm going to miss that, go back and reread and and think about that. Um, And if it helps at all, my promises to you and my... um, my sharing my experience that it really does remove the desire the panic goes away and stays away I was thought if I have to read this book again I would just I'll just stay hooked for the for the rest of my life but it hasn't been a problem um so I'm getting really excited because I really want this to work for me and um I hope the same is happening with you guys but now I've spent about half an hour in here and I need to get back to stuff um on my list. So I'll leave you with that.